0: is my last episode for July 2nd, I hope, Um, unless there's something absolutely amazing that happens and I've got to get on here and share it with you guys in the author world, but I'm going to be writing, writing, writing my new book. It's called My Boyfriend's Back, so really excited about that one. Um, I'll tell you kind of where the inspiration came from this new book. It is absolutely the coolest thing ever. Now, my friend Pooja, she's my writing friend. I met her on the podcast. If you haven't seen us in action, we're on my YouTube channel at Jen Lowry Writes. Um, but if you haven't listened to Unveiling Jesus or got her book yet, um, I really encourage you to do that today. If you also want to go back, um, and listen to her podcast, um, Pooja's just my heart friend forever, but she told me, and and I just was like praying that it was going to be the case, because I never wanted to be the kind of author that was kind of like the Vanilla Ice One Hit Wonder, and just go around with blank pages staring at me, wondering how was I going to get the next big thing after Sweet Potato, or after the Heart Will Chronicles, or after the Lightbearer series, you know, what was it, was it going to happen? Well, I'm telling you, absolutely amazing things can happen when we open ourselves up to just allowing the Spirit to help us with our novel ideas. I was sitting on the couch on Sunday, and I was very sad. Um, If you listen to the um, podcast, if you're in order with me and you're going day to day, you'll know why I was sad. I was closing out bridges, um, crossings and tides, this was my trilogy, and I just love these characters, and and I was just like devastated that I was having to say goodbye to them, and I was like, I don't want to, Eli, I just can't, and my husband was like, well, you must be doing something really good. I'm like, yeah, I just love them. I don't want to let them go, so while I'm sitting there, um, the book is surrounded by 80s music. All of a sudden, my boyfriend's back, came into my spirit, and I could hear the girls, I don't even, I didn't know, honestly, I did not know the name of the band, of a group, not a band, but the singing group of the the women, I didn't know who they were, and I started singing it, and it's that song, of my boyfriend's back, and you're gonna be in trouble, like, hey now, hey now, my boyfriend's back, and I was singing it, and I was like, Wow, and I, and I didn't go look at the the when it was written, I was thinking it must have been in the fifties. I'm like, God, what are you saying to me? And then I just kept that that song just kept coming to me, my boyfriend's back, and I'm like, Lord, you're saying you want this one to be it like this is my new book because I had already um found an image that really sparked my mind for this really cool idea to take my serial killer book to like a completely new spin. And I was really excited when I saw this image, but there was nothing like when that music hit me, um, in my spirit. And, um, it was just out of the blue. So I brainstormed with my family Sunday night. Yesterday on Monday on July 1st, I went through it again. Um, and my financial planning son wasn't really helpful but my younger son, when I was bouncing off, I'm like, okay, which one excites you the most? If I had to say, which one would you want to read? And I gave him the pitch of the idea, and he picked between the two. So, I started yesterday, and so, how do you start a thing like this? First, I listened to the song, My Boyfriend's Back, and I created a YouTube playlist. So, I've talked to you guys before about music and um, the, the opening up of the creativity and all of that. It, trust me, it it, it matters. It, it really matters. <laughs> and I'm not saying that it, it's going to be there to distract you. But if you make a soundtrack as you go along, you can offer this to your readers. My problem is that I didn't make the soundtrack as I went um, for my book. I had to um, go back in for Sweet Potato Jones and make the soundtrack. Um, It's going to be the same way for my trilogy. If I would have been smart about it, I would have made it as I went. I didn't do it. So, yesterday, first thing I did was to give honor to the Lord and to pull up this song because I only kind of knew, you know, that my boyfriend's back piece. I didn't quite get anyth- anything else uh, from that song in my spirit. So, I went to the lyrics. It was absolutely the coolest thing. And what even made it better is guess what the name of the band is. Now, guys, I call it band. Guess the musicians, their group, they're the Angels. No, I'm not kidding. Angels. Um, I Googled them. I YouTubed it. Um, they're the sweetest-looking-faced women, and they're singing my boyfriend's back. And I will let you know that once it started playing, and then I started seeing, okay, uh, there's Shelly Fabres, there's Oh My Gosh, and I'm and I'm looking at all of the different songs. These were songs I was raised on. And this is like amazing to me that these early songs of the 60s, which I didn't know my boyfriend's back, okay, was written in 1963. I had to go in and research. So that means that between 1960 and In 1963, 1965, I need to find songs within that time frame um, that are going to be my chapter titles or something about each one that's going to be in my book. But these are the songs that I used to sing with my mom. My mom was born in 1940, and my mom was married in 1955 to my dad. And I'm thinking of, you know, where were they, you know, in 1963? Like, where were they living at the time? What was, you know, I'm I'm trying to channel, like, all of that um, from my parents. But my mom was absolutely in love with Elvis. Okay? Now, you're going to think this is hilarious, but we have an elvis room we did have one um when i was growing up it was an actual room that was just dedicated to elvis presley Uh, we went on a trip when i was 10 to um, elvis's mansion and i swear i saw uh, a window i saw a man peeking out through the curtains and I I was like, there's Elvis to this day. I thought I saw the ghost of Elvis. And my mom, she would say it was Vernon. Um, but I really thought that it was um, Elvis when I was growing up. <laughs> um, so I will tell you. Let me see Uncle Vester Presley photo. I'm looking at different... um. Are there any kind of ghost paranormal things about Elvis? Um, Have anybody even seen? I I really thought I saw him looking out of a window when I was 10 years old. Um, I don't know. I will say that. And I was out um, in the back. We he get to go in? Anyway, I'm getting distracted. I'm telling you guys things that have happened to me in my life. <laughs> um so so I had this this music really planted into my soul. Okay. That's what I'm trying to get to you at. Um uh, that I had the records of. Um I don't know if you know the song, See You in September. Um So We Gotta Say Goodbye for the Summer. Like, I had those records, y'all. I'm talking about records I would play in my room when I was a teenager and um, I was born in 1975, so way over my time. I was an 80s um, hairband girl, but I'll tell you, I love the oldies too. So having that represented in this book really makes sense to me because that's where the book started. It started with my boyfriend's bag. So now, what do you do with names? So yesterday, I was thinking of, okay... What could the name be? So, I texted my son because he gave me St. Pierre for his last name. So, so for the Hartle Chronicles, for example, you'll meet Solomon St. Pierre. He's one of the paranormal investigators who's the genius, which my son actually is. So, um, he's kind of into that character, except he wears, like, little running shorts and tube socks, just to joke my dad. Um, <laughs> but... I asked him. He was like, Mom, I don't know. I'm like, okay, so if you don't know the name, I'm praying about this. So I got online and I wanted a name that would just really fit this character, this really strong and noble character who deserved to come back. And when I said strong and noble, his name is Noble, Um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do Noble as a name. And, funny enough, is that one of my dreams of my life was to be on Barnes & Noble. And I got to share that with my friends and family yesterday, and I sent them the link. So, maybe that was also going around in my head. I don't know, but Noble is his name. And his last, he's a Noble Chavis. I don't know why the Chavis came, but it was. Margie Chavis is his mama, and it just worked. She just slowed out, and and, uh, I did not even look up. Um, What does the name Margie mean? I did, however, go back and forth on names. And so, I'll tell you, I do baby generators. So, So, I was on Baby Center yesterday for quite a while. My husband walked in for me looking up baby names, and... You know, I was looking up baby names that mean faith, baby names that mean grace. And I kept going between faith, grace, and hope. What were these names of baby names Um, and their meanings? And um, I love using Hebrew names. And I'm looking, looking, and nothing is standing out. And I looked at my husband, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like... I've been looking up for the past hour names, just praying over when I knew, when I saw the name, you know, Faith, Grace, or Hope, like one of these that would mean that. I'm like, I really just want to call her Faith, Grace, or Hope. And he was like, well, do that. Now, I used to watch Days of Our Lives. And if anybody sees my cover, you're going to understand why there is an hourglass on my cover and, and match that with Days of Our Lives. But there was a character on there. And her name was Hope, and I loved Hope and Bo. I loved their love story, and they lived on the houseboat. Um, I just loved that. So I was thinking, you know, I could do Hope, but I'm like, well, no, I'm just—it's going to be faith, hope, or grace, something. Well, I sat down in front of the computer yesterday, and when I started to type, um. They were in the middle of a church, and his favorite song was Amazing Grace, and it was because he got to sing her name, and nobody knew, and I said, oh my gosh, her name is Grace, and I love that book, Amazing Grace. If you guys have never read Amazing Grace, it is a children's book. It, it is so inspiring. I love it beyond. Um, I read it every year to my students when I taught elementary school. Um. I'll probably read it again probably next year to my high school students because, yes, I read um, children's literature to my high school students. We have days that we just sit around the carpet and read Stella Luna. (laughs) But but my ninth graders love me, though. (laughs) Um, But I will say... Um, Grace just fit. It just came out, and I loved her, and Elva showed up in my first chapter, and I'm like, okay, I'm really channeling all of this. Well, I'm going to read the line. There's a letter for you, Grace Lent, and I wrote, who got letters these days? It was in a yellow envelope, firm, like a card. Maybe it was a birthday card that didn't make it in time. Aunt Shelby always sent me $20 on my birthday, but she did already. Maybe that was the loon in her coming right out, and she forgot. Let her keep forgetting. Send it more. Send me more. Um, I did have an aunt, she, Aunt Shelby, and um, she was my great aunt Shelby. She was my daddy's aunt. Um, she never sent me—I don't think—twenty dollars on my birthday in a card, but for somehow her name just fit in there. Um, and then when I look back, and I'm like, well, is her name Graceland? Or is her name Grace, and her mom just calls her nickname Graceland? But I'm like, no. Her name is Graceland. And that's going to be in honor of my mom, who absolutely adored Elvis Presley. Um, To the point, again, of us having an Elvis room. So... This is definitely going to have a huge impact on, I think, the way this story might go, just in the music alone. Um, I was raised on Elvis movies and Elvis music. Um, and so I st- so as soon as I said, there's a letter for you, Graceland, um, it, it really hit me that I needed to especially have Love Me Tender in here somewhere, because that's my favorite Elvis song, but... um going back and honoring my mom with some of her favorite Elvis songs. Um making sure that it's that it's here. And my son has been playing Elvis lately on the piano, so I'm I'm gonna tell you that this is a little um maybe just like listening to him um play. I don't know. It's just all making sense now. It's all coming together. So where did I get the idea that she was going to be getting a letter? And so, my husband asked me the same thing. So, after I do the baby name, okay, so I listened to the song, and then I just let it play loop. Not loop. What does it call Like, just the next song, autoplay. I said loop. Um, and so, after my boyfriend's back, um, Shelly Fabre's Johnny Angel came on, and of course, it was my Donna Reed. I love her so much. Grew up on Donna Reed. Um... I think one of my biggest compliments was when one of my friends, Chris, in high school, he told me that I was Donna Reed to him, and I just, I love that, beyond compare, that I was compared to her, um, and, you know, here I am looking at, you know, Shelly Fabre's, and she's singing Johnny Angel, and then the angels sing my boyfriend's back, so I named, so those were the first two songs that came up, um, my, My book is called Angels in Love series. So who knows where that's going to go, but that's the actual um, name. And so what did I do next? Um, I went into my template and I made sure that I captured um, a new save of a file. And I did my boyfriend's back and I did the Angels in Love um, book one. Um, that way if anybody grabs hold of this book in the future and they see that, um, that subtitle in there, they'll know that this is a series. Um, I then decided, okay, I want to take a break and I want to read a little sweet romance. Because um, that's pretty much what maybe this will be. It's going to have paranormal elements in it, of course. Because this is going to be my YA Christian paranormal life, probably. Um, but I want it to be such a sweet romance. So, I pulled out my Sweet Valley High. And I read Shut Down yesterday. Um, I don't have it beside me. So, so that's what I did. I, I went straight for a model You go, Jennifer, there's no way. Well, yeah, I took my kid to piano lessons, and I'm having to sit in a hot car with the windows down, red-faced, and what? no internet. Um, I'm not carrying my computer to piano, and so for 40 minutes, what am I doing? I'm reading, and I read a little short. I mean, guys, they're like 45,000 words. So um, I read... Um, showdown, that's what it was called. And um it's where Jessica um gets threatened and um she meets Lila's new boyfriend and then she wants to date him too. And I'm like, Dad, this has got some themes in it, people and when I read it I was like, Wow She's talking about drugs in here, stealing, death, grief, counseling. I'm like, therapy. And I'm looking, and it's 1985, and I'm going, You go, you go, Francine Pascal. I just did not remember this. Do not remember this being like this. And, um,. I'm like, wow, much impressed with that, and that was when I was 10 years old, and I had it, trust me, when I, it came out, because we would do trips to the bookstore, and I got every number on my, um, I collected Sweet Valley High, every number on my, um, board, my fireplace in my room, so I will tell you that, um, I had that book when it came out when I was 10, so it took me straight back to fifth grade, um, So I did that, and you're like, gosh, you're doing that kind of research? Yes, I love to read model text. Um, So after I read Sweet Valley, then I came home, and I'm back in front of my computer again. So another thing that I'd like to encourage you to do, other than just starting your playlist, is at the beginning of books, this is something I love, okay? I love poetry. Now... Poetry and and me, we go hand in hand. Not only do I love to write poetry, especially when I'm emotional, like I'm sad or um, I get really down. I'll write poetry and songs more than anything. Um, I love writing poetry. There's actually, I don't do contests, but there's a local library poetry contest to July 6th that I'm going to enter. So, um... I'm really excited about entering that contest. My husband is going to enter it with me. We're going to do it together. Um, I've never seen any poetry that he's written, so this is going to be interesting. Um, I challenged him, and he said yes, he would do it. Um, But So what I did is at the beginning of my template, not only do I have where I have my copyright page. um, I'm pulling up my template now. Or my cover page, or um, the book spy it's my next page to Eli and to Solomon and Samuel. I have my dedication the same, but then I have some of my favorite poetry displayed um, at the front front of the book. And what I've done is that um, I've just made an image with the I copy the uh, poem. Of poetry.org, paste it in. I make sure that the poem um, can be used. Um, and I want to let you know that that is something that you need to make sure of that any, you know anything that you're using is, is public domain. And what I love about poetry.org um, is that it'll tell you um, at the bottom, If it's public domain, I mean, but you'll know. I mean, you know the rules on that. Um, But let me pull up one of them. I I deleted it. Um, So, now I'm on a goose chase. Um, But you look up public domain. And so you've got to be careful because, um, for example, if you use Emily Dickinson, Emily Dickinson, some of her poems are in the public domain, but not all of them. So, um, you've got to be careful. You need to make sure that it says, um, that it is being, that you are able to use it because it has to be, um published before a certain date, so you got to double check. So, for example, this work was published, so it, at the bottom, um, Hope is the Thing with Feathers is what I used, um, in one of the books that I've um, published. Uh, this work was published before January 1st, 1924, and is in the public domain worldwide because the author died at least 100 years ago. Um, And so it gives me um, the okay to be able to use um, this title. Other of her, you know, some of her other poems that were written after a certain time, you got to be careful. Um, And then if the poets.org, I love that site too. Um, If you go to poets.org, um, if you look up "Hope is the thing with feathers," at the very bottom it says this poem is in the public domain. You can copy from um, poets.org just to get the you know the words instead of you having to type it all out. And um, you can copy this poem is in the public domain and cite um, the, the website if that's what you want to do. But all of my poems are. Um, public domain poems in my hymns, my public domain hymns that I've used. You can go to um, public domain hymns, Luther Seminary, and they will give you a list of ones that um, are in the public domain. So, Onward Christian Soldiers, um, Marching Out to War. I could use um, three of those lines from that, like Tyler singing that as he's marching in to go fight a demon because it's in the public domain. Um, but I couldn't like use I can only imagine because that was written, you know, now um, without permission from the songwriter. So just keep those kind of things in mind. But so yesterday I looked up poetry that had the word noble in it. And I Guys, I can't tell you how wonderful and lovely and amazing that life worked for out for me with this because um, if anybody knows me, um, I absolutely love trees. Um, there's a when I found it, it's called The Noble Nature by Ben Johnson and it is in the public domain. Um, he was born in 1572. But the poem is perfect for the book because it talks about um, how do you measure a life? Does it have to be a long-lived life or can you be noble and short? And when you pass, you know, that character of you still stays. Um, and it was meant that was your time. Um, It's perfect for noble, like absolutely amazing how God gave me that. Like one of the first ones popped up was the noble nature. So I went on, you know, made my image, made sure I had the noble nature. I had one of my trees in the background, and it's already put into the template. So my poem is already there. So I did all of that work yesterday. Um, The poetry really helped because it gave me just this planting of words and I didn't even recognize it because I looked back um just now and or standing along an oak um and I did the image of the tree well I made the church on oak grow um on oak there's like a oak road um and I just made it up. I I mean, I didn't Google places in Robinson County. I just actually just was like, okay, there's just, there's gotta be a name called Oak. I grew up on, um, a tree named Road. So I'm like, I'm sure it exists in every place in America. (laughs) Um, so that's in the poem as well. So I think that's just perfect. Um, How that just happened. You see how these words from all of these can inspire us. And can just plant in our spirit. So then what did I do? Well, my next process was to look up songs. So what I did was I just typed in Google. um, Top 100 songs of the 1960s. Um, You can also type in like 1960s top hits. um, And you'll get... All kinds of songs. You can play them if you want. You know, on YouTube. And, and just see what happens. Because when I was listening. I was near the end of chapter 1. And Dream Lover came on. And I was like, really? Like, we're going to Dream Lover? You know that song. Oh my gosh. Um, and I was like, okay. Dream Lover. Yeah, that's the name of chapter 1. Um, it just fit. I couldn't do Johnny Angel. His name's not Johnny. I'm not having that in my book. Uh, um, but I did do Dream Lover. Um, and that one was written in the early um, 1960s. I, I'm sure it was. Let me just make sure because I used it. Bobby Darren. I loved his YouTube video of how he was shaking around and snapping his fingers. Um, it was released in 1959, so that would have been a song that would have been playing on that oldie station in his grandpa's truck, and yes, my grandpa had a green Ford truck, so, so does his grandpa, his grandpa has an old green Ford truck in the book, um, so then last night, I have my list up, so I'm keeping up this Google tab, now my husband picks at me, and he gets, he gets a little upset, he's like, you've got too many tabs up. But when I'm writing, I like to have all these tabs up. Um, it makes me happy <laughs> to see all of these tabs because it makes me feel like I'm doing something. But honestly guys, it has you know it has my stuff on here. Like I want my stuff. I wanna see it. I wanna I wanna keep it there in case I need to go back to baby center. I'm still building my names. Definitely keeping up the 1960s song hits throughout the entire time of writing, I will have this tab up. Um, That's what I did when I did the trilogy for the Lightbearer series. I love that for my 80s. Um, There were a few times when I strayed because I just felt my spirit singing a different song for the time, but I was pretty 80s all the way. And I used no lyrics. Um, I only did song titles, so that's not a, a problem with copyright. You can mention a song title, um, or you can mention an artist. So, so I have th- that's going to stay up. So that tab. Um, so last night before I went to bed, you know, I told my husband, I'm like, even though I've done a lot of work. You know, I really wish I'd have done more than one chapter. And he was like, well, what's chapter two? And I was like, oh, I've already got um, chapter two, the title for it. And it was just because I was praying right before shutting down my computer. And I was praying and scrolling across, looking at the song titles. And please, Mr. Postman was just looking at me going... 1961. Please, Mr. Postman. This is it. And I'm like, okay. So I went in. I made my chapter heading because I do images. Um, I had my my chapter heading. I had Please, Mr. Postman. I lined it all up. So that part is ready. And he was like, what's it going to be about? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's going to be about a letter. And he was like, uh, you don't know. I'm like, so then that's when I explained to him about pantsers and plotters or architects and gardeners, and he laughed, and I was like, I'm a gardener all the way. So, I mean, it's weird saying pantser. I don't know about, I don't know. Where do they come from? Um, But I like gardener, so um, um, that's in honor of my grandma Myrtle. I can be a gardener, and, um, my Granny Gertrude also had a garden. And so did my aunt and uncle. Um, uh, I was raised around, um, that kind of life. So, I'm a gardener. And, uh, walking rows. I'm walking lines, guys. And I'm just letting the Lord lead me. So, for some reason, Chapter 2 is Please Mr. Postman. And it started out with her receiving a card in the mail. um. So I will let you know how this thing progresses but those are some of the inspirations that hit me that helped me and keep me energized and excited as I'm living this other life. And then of course I wanted to make sure, you know, what was the oldest church um in Robertson County um and so when I saw 1722, my church could be 1823 um I wanted Hickory Grove Methodist Church. There isn't one called that. There is, uh, so I'm not. There is a Hickory Grove United Methodist Church, but I didn't put the United in there. (laughs) Um, But for some reason, Hickory Grove was the name of this church. I could see the sign in my head. Um, And I have to honor that story. And I don't even know a Hickory Grove at all. I don't even know what a hickory tree looks like. So I actually googled hickory trees. Um, was looking at hickories and oaks, making sure that they would be growing in our region. Um, so yes, I was doing some dendrology yesterday. I was doing some tree research. and I do all of that work as I go because I don't know you know where it's going to lead. I don't know where the story, you know is gonna go. Um, so I can't do a lot of this plotting that people do. Um, I kind of have an idea. I reshaped the idea around, um, yesterday. Is it a ghost or is it a possession? I'm not sure yet. Um, last night I was leaning more towards possessions, but we'll see. We'll see, um, what Noble wants to do when Noble shows up because Noble hasn't actually shown back up yet. So, um. This is going to be interesting, a good development for me, hopefully by today, because I've got to get right in the thick of it, um, and I cannot be on here anymore, I've got to get back, got to get back to what I'm writing, and, um, I just want to tell you guys that as silly as all of my, um, research and the ways that chapter one came together last night, um, And yes, I made a Google Drive document research for my boyfriend's back series, and I already started putting in newspaper clips, um, images. I haven't made the Pinterest board for it yet, but I will. Once I start getting closer into, like, okay, I need to stop and get a break of inspiration. So, if you see me building Pinterest boards within the next couple of days, you'll know that's also a part of my process. You can go back and see. I've already got my Scottish Light Bearers series on Pinterest. The Heartwell Chronicles are on Pinterest. Um, and now, um, I'm going to be doing My Boyfriend's Back. That'll be there. This is definitely going to be the name of the book. Uh, when I listen to the podcast... Earlier, that was my episode 37 that told about the Hartwell Chronicles that I wrote in 10 days last summer. At this same exact day, I started the Hartwell Chronicles. I had, I was calling it The Exorcism of Abriana Hartwell, and that, I mean, Abriana is, is the sister in the story. Um, that just was not working. Um, I knew it wasn't, and I even said it that day. This is just a working title. I love that because I knew in my spirit it wasn't right. But as soon as the Heartwell Chronicles came to me, when I had to make that quick decision um, for the for the cover um, catapult that I had over a weekend, um, it all fell into place. And the Heartwell Chronicles is, is it. That's it forever. And it's perfect. But this one, my boyfriend's back, no doubt. That's the title of my new book. Um, and it, uh, that is to honor how my spirit gave me that song in the middle of my sadness of saying goodbye to the light bearers. The Lord said, now nah, you'll be back. Um, I got you a new one. Just just listen to me. Follow me. So, I hope and pray that I can continue with the strength that the Lord has given me um, to do this work. And do it with this excitement and this energy Um And let me get back to it, because I'm staring now at my lines, one, two, three, four, five, and I'm ready to be a gardener again and start maybe a row of okra. So uh, I got to get on it, guys, and uh, wish me luck Could say a prayer. And uh, I wish you all of the best in your writing goals. Hopefully this process of mine, yes, I still have every one of the tabs up. Steal from yesterday, do not let my husband know this because he will be like why you know why do you do this you're going to crash your computer <laughs> but having these tabs up you know they let me go back and forth and into my world in a quick way where I'm not wasting time so if you want to know how it how it is in order right now, I've got Pro Writing Aid as my first tab because that's what I'm actually typing in, and it is checking me in real time now, um, which is cool. I like that. Um, um, the next one is my 1960s top hits, then my baby names, then my research folder for the drive for the Google Drive. Um Then my next one is uh the podcast because I'm editing it after I get off of here. Then it's my YouTube channel where I have my boyfriend's back um starting with it so that way it can auto play from from this one song um and I got down to run around Sue before it was time for me to go to piano and read the Sweet Valley high um. Then, I have just a Google tab, so I could pull up lyrics of songs. Then I have an Elvis tab, especially dedicated just to Elvis. Um, then I have my poetry tab, which has the noble nature by Ben Johnson still up. I could close that one, and then I have another Google tab of music so here we go. that's my tabs, one, two, three, four, five, six. Has nine tabs up, and I still have my PowerPoint up from yesterday, which I will go ahead and exit out of that because I'm not working on that book trailer today. Um, so I'll close that one out. So maybe that'll make my husband proud somewhere. All right, he won't know. Um, and my Word document where I'm copying from Pro Writing Aid and pasting into my template that is 100% Ingrams Park ready. So wish me luck today, and I'll be praying for you, and I'd love it if you would pray for me. All right, bye, guys. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes Podcast, I challenge you to head over to Amazon and find me there. My four Bible devotionals are under the name Jennifer Eichner Lowry. Just type in 30-Day Everyday Mom Challenge, Happy Renewal Year Challenge Devotional, 30-Day Teacher Challenge, or fingerprint curriculum K 12 homeschool planning. If you are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you'll be happy to see $0 appear by your price. Yep, all are free with Kindle Unlimited. And if you'd like to purchase the journal devotionals in paperback so you can reflect away right in the book, you can get your copies for $12.99. Happy reading!